Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Okay, a true friend, a true friend intervenes. Back in uh, June, which is my birthday, my uh, wife was talking about we could have a party and invite your friends. And my son said, well, that wouldn't be but by one person because he don't have that many friends. And when you think about it, uh, when I think of a friend, it's not the people that shows up for the barbecue because Jesus easily explained that when he fed the multitude, there was 5,000 that show up for the food. But those are not the true friends. The true friends is the one that shows up when you're being barbecued. When when the adversity is is all over you and 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 things are going bad, the true friends stay there with you. So I guess in reality, my son might have been right. I really don't have that many friends. But uh, a few, if you only have one good friend, I mean, I think everybody ought to have at least one good friend. If you have one good friend. I think you've been blessed because we find out that uh, most of the time when it comes to a real good friend, I think most people said they don't really have that many they can count on. In this uh, lesson this evening, uh, it centers around Saul, David, and Jonathan. And, And Verse says, and Saul spoke unto Jonathan his son and to all his servants that they should kill David. And and when when to get an idea of what Jonathan and David and Saul is going through, you you kind of have to look back at at how all this started. And it started because the children of Israel wanted to be like the world. So many times. the church want to emulate the world. We want to do things in the church like the world does it. Uh, but, uh, and the world had men uh, elected kings, but God had been leading them ever since they left Egypt through his prophets and priests. He gave instruction to them on what, on what to do and how to do it. He, Moses led them out through God's leadership. But they wanted to be like the world. So Saul became their king. And it seemed like at first maybe they had made a good choice, but it didn't take long for realize that Saul was not the king that they wanted. Because first of all, Saul disobeyed God. God gave him specific instructions on what to do, uh, with the people, or how to conduct the balance, or what to do when they 
when they won victories, all these things, God gave Saul a specific instruction. And Saul did what he wanted to do. He did so many things against what God wanted him to do that God became upset with him and took his favor from him. And scripture says, if God be for you, who could be against you? Well, if God be not for you, you have a hard time making it. And Saul, he rejected Saul and sent Samuel to anoint David at a very young age. And when you look at what how, when God is for you, how things worked out for you. David kills Goliath. Uh, Saul becomes jealous of David because the people going around saying uh, Saul killed uh, a thousand of the enemy, but David killed 10,000. So they had actually become more, uh, they've been talking more about uh, uh, Saul, uh, David, I'm sorry. They were talking more about David than they was about Saul. And Saul was like, uh, somebody else that leading the United States that I don't want to call his name. He get very upset. He got very upset and jealous of what uh, was happening with David. And Saul, uh, Samuel went to Saul to tell him that God uh, was upset with you and he's going to replace you with, with who he wants to be in charge. And so Saul sought to kill David. And he uh, tried several times to kill David. He threw spears at him. He, uh, but David actually, uh, he put him on the front line. He, he put him in missions that almost seemed impossible for him to do. But each time he put him in those particular cases, God came, stepped in and, and made him a victory. And so he became, every time he did something to bring him down, it actually just built him up higher. And 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 the people praise uh, David for what he's done. And you got Saul still sitting there in his own uh, bad situation, trying to figure out a way to get rid of him. And you would think that he would be uh, praising David even more because when he get in this uh, mad temperament that he's in, because he held these fits of anger and and. And uh, I, I guess you say nowadays he's some kind of bipolar a psychopath or something. But when he get in these things, David was the one that could calm him down because he could play music and music uh, soothed the seventh beast. But in all the things that David had done for Saul, Saul couldn't see that because he was so caught up in himself. He was so jealous and, and envy of David that, he couldn't see the good part of what he was doing. So uh, Saul, time and time again, never did the things that he said he was going to do for David. Because he had said that whoever killed Goliath or, or went and fought Goliath would receive his daughter hand in marriage. And Saul gave his daughter, his older daughter, uh, to somebody else. Uh, David would eventually get Michael, his daughter, but it was only, uh, but that wasn't what was agreed on in the beginning. But we can see God at work in this situation in that God puts David in uh, 
the king's palace. Uh, Saul needs David to play for him so he can calm down when he held these fits. And David is in the king's palace, and when he gets working in the palace, he formed a relationship with Jonathan. Him and Jonathan become great friends. And when you look at what great friends uh, is for each other, Jonathan is a good example of this great friendship. And you see it at work uh, in this day's lesson. First thing is a great friend ought to be somebody that you can talk to about uh, whatever problem you have in your life. And 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 Jonathan knows that, that his father is out to kill him. So he's in a situation where he got to choose between what his father thinks uh, should do, happen in his friendship with David. And great be Jonathan for the person that he is, that he used the right values to understand what he needs to do. So good friends ought to be able to help each other. Um, they ought to be ought to be somebody that they can talk to. And, and great thing about what's happening between uh, David and, 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 and Jonathan is that uh, I'd hate for it to be nowadays, because it'd probably be all over social media. But David and Jonathan keeps whatever's going on between them two. Because uh, if they had let it out, surely one of the servants would have came and told Saul that your own son is plotting uh, to save David's life. Uh, but uh, it doesn't get out what Jonathan is trying to do. So verse 2 says, but Jonathan saw his son delighted much in David. And Jonathan told David, saying, Saul, my father, seeks to kill thee. Now, therefore, I pray thee, take heed of thyself until the morning and abide in a secret place and hide thyself. So Jonathan is telling David that uh, I'm looking out for you. I'm, I'm, I'm your friend. And, and a good friend ought to be able to tell to give advice to another friend. And another friend ought to be able to take that advice that's being given to you and, and, and heed to that advice. In other words, if I'm coming out of a bar and, and, and you're my friend, you ought to be able to tell me, you're too, you've been drinking too much, you can't drive this car. And I ought to be uh, uh, a good enough friend uh, to respond and say, you're right, I, I don't need to be driving you. I don't need no DWI. So they ought to be able to talk to each other about what's going on. And so David uh, realized that, that Jonathan is, is doing something to help him and he takes Jonathan's advice. And Jonathan lets him know that I will go and stand beside my father in the field where thou art, and I will commune with my father for thee, and I will, and what I see, that will I tell thee. So Jonathan is, is going and going to conspire with his father, with uh, going to communicate with his father and find out what his father's plan is about David, and he's going to try to uh, mediate between the two of them. Now, he's taking a great risk, to, and you know that he has love for his father, even if he is who he, uh, the person that he is. But he has to make the choice between 
his friend, and uh, his father. And sometimes when it comes to friendship, uh, I read in one of studying for one of this lesson, they said we'll be friends through thick and thin, but if nine go against you, I'll make ten. In other words, when things get going bad, uh, a, a friend will turn and go the other way. But we ought to, if we're a good friend, we ought to be able to stick with them uh, throughout the situation. So Jonathan is letting know that I'm gonna I'm gonna look out for you. I'm gonna work with my father to to work this thing out. And Jonathan spoke good of David unto Saul his father, and said unto him, Let not the king sin against his servant, against David, because he has not sinned against thee, and because his words has been to thee, what very good. In other words, and all the things that 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 Saul has tried to do to David. He threw spears at him. Can you imagine sitting there playing a harp and a, a spear go flying by your head? Uh, uh, he's put him in Bella's situation. He did all kind of things that uh, to harm him. Uh, he sent him in a Bella one time, and then when, he, when he came home that night after he married Micah, uh, Saul sought to kill him while he was tired, and his Saul's own daughter uh, hid uh, uh, David. She she put a a bunch of pillows and stuff together and made it look like David was there. And she told David to sneak out because my father seeks to kill you. So all these things he's done, David and and his doing is is so great in that David never uh, tries to kill Saul. David sneaked into Saul's camp one night and and actually took his robe and came out. He actually sneaked into Saul's camp twice and let him know that I could have killed you, but I chose not to. Uh, and and I, all that Saul does to him, David does, never tries to kill Saul. For he did put his life in his hand and slew the Philistine, and the Lord... A great salvation for all Israel. Thou saw it, and thou rejoiced in it. Therefore, then, will thou sin against innocent blood to slay David without a cause? So he tells him that look, look at all the things that David has done for us. He he bought he, he killed the Philistine, which brought Israel back to promise, and and. Uh, uh, he in so many wars he, he defeated the the so many of the enemies. He done all these things and and you rejoice with us. Uh, the thing that he did made uh, you, you great and made you a better king and made the country better. And you rejoice with him. And a good friend ought to be able to speak up for another friend, even when everything else is gone against me. Even when the servants and all of them are talking against David because of what. Saul is saying, a good friend ought to be able to tell the truth. Just tell the truth uh, and and look out for his friend. So David steps up and and, and, and looks out for his uh, his friend. Uh, I mean, Saul, uh, Jonathan stepped up and looked out for his friend David. Uh, and when you think about how many times that you're supposed to have been somebody's friend and and <laughs> When things got rough, maybe you changed your mind. And, uh, so many times when you'd work, I hear somebody say, well, ooh, I thought they was friends. 
and find out that the, the one that Pope's been their friend is the one that's talking about him. Uh, and, and so they done done changed uh, their mind or something done happened that, that, that caused them to realize that they're not really friends, they just acquaintance. But in this situation, Jonathan is really a true friend in that he <coughs> sacrifices all odds. And a good friend ought to be able to sacrifice his <coughs> Uh, Jonathan actually has more to gain from this thing than than, than anybody else because even though uh, God has not put David in that position yet as as Saul's son, he's in the position uh, of, of, of being the next king if if, if uh, David doesn't take his kingdomship right away. But Jonathan sacrifices what would have been uh, for him, for his friend. And we ought to be able to sacrifice something for a good friend. Uh, I remember when, when I was young, I used to say a good friend is the one that's going to help you move. When you're young like this, a lot of times you move a lot of times. <laughs> and, and when it comes to moving, you find out that who, who, who you thought was a good friend didn't show up on moving day. So, uh, there's there's little tests that we put out in front of us, uh, us many times to to let us know are you really a friend or not. But Jonathan proved that he is a friend, and that uh, he goes against his father. He plots and he, he talks to him, and and he changes his mind. He shows him David's fine points. Uh, he's loyal to David, he, even when it, when it means he has to sacrifice so much his own self. Uh, all the qualities that he's exhibiting here is uh, a, a great uh, example of what a good friend ought to be. Uh, comments from anybody for, for this last section? I know somebody know what it's like to be a friend or not be a friend or something. Well, and this is Anthony. I can just say, you know, it, I I think your your point's well taken about friendship and and you know having people who can tell you the truth, uh, and then, but also being a good friend means being able to receive that information. Uh, mm. You know, uh, I guess the way I, I say it is, you know, good friends going to tell you, you know, if you have uh, food on your face. You know, someone who's not gonna, who's not really a good friend, will let you go all day with that food on your face, and you know, people will laugh at you. So, um, and but you might get your feelings hurt because you, you know, but at the same time, they told you the truth. Right. I grew up with some guys that they were such good friends. Uh, Sam and Elroy. That if one told a joke even if it had was not funny at all, the other one cracked up. Mm-hmm. And that's just, how, that's just how good of friends they were. And you think, man, that wasn't funny, but they they would act, the other one would, would support him so well that he would just fall out laughing at, at, at that joke. And that's just the way they were all, all through school. That's right. 
comments from them, somebody else. Okay. And Saul hearkened unto the voice of Jonathan, and Saul swore, As the Lord liveth, he shall not be slain. And Jonathan called David and showed him all the things. And Jonathan brought David to Saul, and he was in the presence as in time past. But if you know anything about the history of Saul and David, Saul is lying again. He's not going to, he's going to continue to try to play David. Uh, he just has a good day. He's he going through a good day and he agrees to, to not to cause problems. But but the, the point that the lesson is making, Jonathan has done his job. He's tried to save David and, and, and that's what a good friend ought to do. He ought to be somebody that, that uh, uh, works for his friend. Uh, I always like to think that if I don't have a friend, that song says, what a friend we have in Jesus. And I know I, I got that friend in that I can tell him anything I want. And I know his confidence. I know if it's, it's, it's something that in his will, he's going to help me do it. Uh, I I I I know he's not gonna tell nobody else. I know exactly what I have in that friend. And if we find that we don't have any friend, like my son said, we do have a friend in Jesus. Okay, go ahead, Sister Mitch. I know you have something. Good evening, everybody. I feel like a, a true friend, a really true friend, should tell you when you're right and wrong. A true friend should tell you when you're wrong. And if you're a really true friend, you should receive it and not, you know, get huffed, puffed, and, you know, walk away huffed and puffed and not receive it. Because a true friend, you'll receive it in the way that that true friend gave it. If you, you know, you're really a true friend. I had a situation at work today with a true friend. You know, we've been battling with this COVID situation at work and everybody's tempers is pretty much flared because it's been, you know, just stressful. It's very stressful. So we've been having a situation at work where, you know, everybody's tempers is just flared because everybody is is tired. And, you know, situation where, you know, everybody's just walking around there ready to just throw in the towel. And I'm like, you know, we're supposed to be team players. If if you're tired and, and you you need to, you know, get somewhere and sit down and get your thoughts together, that's fine. Good, wonderful. You do that. Whatever it takes, you know, you do that. But don't get upset with me because I'm trying to, you know, tell you that, you know, I'm noticing that you've changed. I'm noticing that, you know, your temper has done got a little bit short. You know, your fuse has done got short. You know, I'm trying to spare you, trying to help you to, you know, keep you from getting fired because your temper done got short, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like a true friend should receive it if it's coming from a true friend. Don't get so huffed and puffed where you can't receive constructive criticism, you know, coming uh, from a true friend. Amen. Uh, just a question here. This it's it's not. Uh, <laughs> I always hear that, so I'm gonna ask you. Your true friends come to you and say, "Does this dress make me look big?" Do you tell her that it does, or you just, or you <laughs> spare her feelings? Dress makes you look oh, no. big. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty dress. <laughs> it's a re- it's a really pretty dress, and you wear it really well. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Sister Mister. You you don't need that. It's a really pretty dress, and you wear it really well. Any, any any other comments? <laughs> There's no other comments. I, I it was kind of uh, I won't say it's a short lesson, but and try not to keep nobody real long. Uh, we had kind of a long day, so I didn't. <laughs> I'm not trying to keep nobody uh, longer than we have to. I, I hope the main points have been brought out. At the end of that lesson, they said that, uh, listen to Bill Withers. So what? I said at the end of that lesson, they asked you to listen to the song, Bill Withers. Oh, yeah. Uh, lean on. Lean on me. Yeah, they do say that in one of the books. Uh, listen to the Bill Withers said, lean on me when you're not strong and I'll be your friend. Mm-hmm. I'll help you carry on. It won't mm-hmm. be long if I'm going to need somebody to lean on. Yeah. I had Alexis to play Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't hear all that. That's a very good Sunday school lesson. Oh, okay. Amen. Okay. Yes, it was. All right. If nothing else, Pastor, I guess it's you. All right. Great uh, lesson. I just want. I got three short points I need to share with uh, us tonight. Uh, three short points. Uh, number one is we talked about a true friend. Uh, Proverbs, I think if I'm correct, uh, going off my head, Proverbs 18 and I think 24 says, if a man uh, have a friend, he must first have to show himself friendly in order to gain from him. And we realize if you're, you're a true friend, regardless of, uh, uh, you all have already said, regardless of how you look at the situation, a true friend will stick with you. Uh, through thick and thin, uh, and sometimes friends, we got to understand too. Sometimes as friends, we gonna fall out. We 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 may uh, uh, disagree in order to agree. So sometimes mm-hmm. we we are uh, not gonna be on the same page, but yet 
And then I found out another thing is uh, friend could be long distance too. Uh, sometimes uh, you could be my friend. You could be in New York and you still be my friend. That goes back and it says uh, that we all are our neighbors, uh, our brother's keeper. So, but friends, uh, a true friend, uh, we can share, we can laugh, we can cry, all that together. But when it comes down to uh, the rubber, uh, meet the road, I think a friend will stick with you. Uh, and it shouldn't be ashamed to tell you when you're right and when you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second point is, I uh, received a call from uh, Pastor Ingram on today. Uh, we are in the list of uh, the food uh, giveaway, and it would be next Wednesday at the New Life Church, at his church in Carthage, uh, next Wednesday. Uh, now, uh, it's supposed to be at the 1030 hour in the morning, 1030 in the morning, so uh, I told him we're going to have to get together uh, for those that are uh, available because I'm at work at that time, and uh, we hopefully we can get somebody with a truck and trailer. Uh, I think Brother Anthony said, and I don't know if he'll be available because he works in the daytime. So, uh, but that's the time that uh, uh, the truck will be there uh, next Wednesday at the 10.30 hour in the morning. Uh, and he said that we are all on the list to help and uh, to get our food. Uh, we'll have a pallet ourselves. So i uh, praying that we can work out something between here and Wednesday uh, with somebody uh, that can help us out on that. I don't have a truck. I know some of you all up there have a truck and get a trailer because this is uh, a blessing that if we can uh, get this and help our community. Uh, all right. Uh, the last thing, point three, is I share, uh, I talked with the Lord and I prayed about it. I prayed about it. And uh, what we, was, we was talking about this uh PayPal, I come to conclusion, Walnut Grove, if we're going to uh, have revenue to come in, uh, I don't think it would hurt us to, to try this. Uh, we tried this conference call. We see how successful it is happening. And, uh, I say to you two points about this is that uh, – if you're not comfortable with the PayPal, I feel like you can still do the old way. And, and those that uh, would be out of town that would send through the PayPal is a blessing to us as a church. So I don't think uh, it would hurt us. Uh, I don't think uh, nobody would go and hurt anything to the church. I don't believe. So I let us be prayerful and uh, we can uh, get it set up. We can talk with each other as we always do. Uh, that's my view. Uh, and, uh, and I talked to the Lord several days about this and, uh, let us be proud because there's some people that wants to send money to our church and that's how they do it. So, uh, let us be prayerful. And if they want to help their home church, 
let us uh, be there to accept. Uh, now, uh, we, yeah, I think Brother Anthony has said that he's willing to help us on that as he has helped us on this uh, conference call. So um, we'll get with him or and see what all we need to do, and uh, let's get the ball rolling. Okay. Amen. Yeah. So, uh, yes, sir. So uh, let, let, let us uh, now. I, uh, as pastor, and uh, not throwing any weight around or anything, but I, I uh, talked to the Lord, and, and I mean, we, we tried conference call, and it's working, and we got people out of town that wants to sin. So let us, if they want to sin, let us make a way for them to sin. Amen. If, if they don't see it, we, we can cut it off. But I believe those that uh, share it with me through a text, uh, they are willing to, and those that have been on. And even my uncle uh, said that he would love to uh, send a, a contribution to our church. So uh, let us be prayerful for that. Amen. All right. Amen. Okay. Amen. That's my three points for today. Amen. So pray for us as we pray for you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Amen. 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 There's nothing else. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for the word that has went forth on tonight. Master, we realize that we all need true friends. And thank God that you are a true friend because you took a lick that was meant for you uh, for us. And you uh, didn't have to do it, but you did it. Bless us and keep us. Look upon the sick, shut and bereaved, family. Now may the grace of God, sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us. Hence now and forevermore, shall we all say, Amen. 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 God bless. God bless. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.